0: Hi, this is Tender Loving Cares.
1: And this is Pizza Wolf.
0: And you're listening to the second season of Hungry for More.
1: The internet's favorite podcast about fetism by the community.
0: And for the community.
1: Okay, well, TLC, after our last week's episode, uh, I understand that we had some really nice feedback from the community.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited about all the people who commented on the last episode. I was a little bit unsure about doing an advice kind of format. And I was so excited to see that uh, a lot of people jumped in, shared their experiences. We got some amazing comments on the YouTube version. So if anyone's listening on the other platforms, just jump onto the YouTube version of, of last episode and maybe just have a look at the comments. People have been sharing what happened when they came out to their partners or their friends about their preference and their kink. And it's been, it's been kind of really nice bonding over this because we've all had some experiences whether they've been good or bad and that was really awesome
1: yeah yeah it was actually it was i i know was a a great podcast to listen to um it was also a great podcast to host um talking about it with you was really helpful for me to kind of process um and and think through some of the uh some of the rationale behind why some people don't um, you know aren't or rather aren't as public about their mm. kink and their preference um as i am and i thought maybe it's just something about me and i'm more open and and less and had just completely shameless than other people um
0: <laughs> you are kind of shameless it, but it was
1: helpful but... <laughs> to, yeah i mean i'm I, i'm not saying that none of so that isn't <laughs> true yeah yeah we're we're pretty we're we're pretty open and public people about this stuff mm-hmm. but um but no it was it was great to kind of work through it with you and then also to hear back from the community, um, their stories of of success or in some cases failure when they uh, try to discuss it with their partners. So um, in that vein, in that vein, uh, we've followed up our advice podcast with kind of another how-to podcast this week.
0: Yes, because this week's episode is going to be hosted by you, Pizza Wolf. So why don't you start us off with what this week's topic is going to be?
1: Yeah, that's right. So, so last week, um, your episode, we kind of you kind of walked us through from the perspective of the fat admirer or the or the feeder, especially a thin feeder, mm-hmm. um the whys, what and hows of being more public about your preference and even about your kink. And now my turn, I'm going to kind of try and walk our both ourselves and our audience through. We'll see if we get there. Walk, waddle, I don't know, crawl. <laughs> Take a little nap halfway through, <laughs> who knows? The the what, whys and hows of translating um this kink that almost all of us approach psychologically for the first time. You know, we none of us are immediate fetist. We think about it for a while. Um, and some some people I imagine don't really uh have a clear roadmap of how to st- start incorporating that in their real life um are you and, saying well, that
0: this week's episode yeah. is gonna be kinky
1: it, it might be a little kinky it might be <laughs> uh, not safe for work if you're listening to horn green from we at work we, on your loudspeakers your speakers at work yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we appreciate your de- dedication to our podcast in the kink community, but you might want to get to work. Um so it's not it's not gonna be like lewd or lascivious, but you know, this is this is gonna be this is not a, a surface level discussion of, of kink history or anything like that. You know, we will be you know, I, I intend to explore some some fairly uh in depth themes about the kink and how it functions. Mm-hmm. Um so fair warning. You know, you and I both have the benefit of, of Decades combined of experience <laughs> within the kink, and and a degree of lived experience within the kink. Um, you know, I know you are. You, you've certainly fed people, and I got really, mm-hmm. really fat. So, uh, <laughs> so we've we've done it with enough parts. <laughs> we, yeah, we're we're successful, and I'm living proof. Um, so you know the so so hopefully um, we can we can not only uh, share some of the experience that we've had over the years, but also kind of open up a space for uh the community to discuss what's worked for them in the process so with that i'd like to kind of start with the the big issue um that's kind of both the blessing and the curse of fetism it's a really 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 accessible fetish and what i what i mean when i say that is it's eating, it's something that most people do, you know, at its, at its heart, it's, it's the, the act of eating is something that, you know, most people, if not all people, um, you know, do multiple times a day. Uh, so there's not, there, there's unlikely to be a Eureka moment. Um, you know, as there might be in, um, I feel like BDSM is just always our compare and contrast kink, but you know, like in, you know, you know, if someone was spanked or flogged for the first time, or tied up or, you know, that's, that's a physical, you know, there's a physical disconnect from your daily life Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, I'm eating this sandwich for kinky purposes instead of I'm just having lunch. How do you, how do you start separating out the two in order to find out what areas of it you like? Because one thing that I've noticed for myself, and I don't know if you've you've found it to be the same, if you could share that, is the things I actually like, in terms of lived fetus experience, are not necessarily the same as what I thought I would like.
0: Yeah, going definitely. Into it. definitely.
1: Yeah, for, for instance, I thought I was going to be a huge fan of uh, that, you know, overeating to the point of like, feeling bloated and like, and nope, 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 don't like it at all. Um, <laughs> you know, kills, kills. I mean, I, I like overly eating, but feeling bloated, like kills my remaining libido. I don't want to do anything thereafter. Aww. I just want to lay on the just couch go and in be in like, hibernation. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I know that if I want to make it fetus, I can't necessarily just binge myself into a coma because unsurprisingly, I want to go into a coma, I, I'm not going to want to do anything thereafter so yeah it um, depends on
0: depends as well on 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 the different people like some people are just like more prone to just grazing a little bit throughout the whole day or just you know stuffing
1: yeah so what what i wanted to do was and this is going to sound seem corny um but the thing that is is the is the litmus test is the perfect and perfectly accessible how do we how do i incorporate food into my sex life okay. food is none other than strawberries and whipped cream yeah um, <laughs> i i know i know it's i know it's corny i know you've seen it mm-hmm. but let's say you and your partner have listened to and processed last week's hornry for more um you've come to a point where your preferences are revealed and you're wondering how do we how do we get into it here it is um you start with strawberries and whipped cream for a couple of reasons one cuz you've seen it um two uh, at least in the northern hemisphere it's strawberry season strawberries are are early summer coming into full ripeness you'll be able to get some fantastic strawberries <laughs> that's um that's the uh the my my culinary background kicking up um and then you know in addition to that uh it's 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 pretty harmless as a as a food you're not there's not going to be you know you don't decide you like spicy food by eating the hottest chili pepper on the plant planet Um, similarly you you
0: work your way up there
1: yeah you work you work your way up to it and strawberries and whipped cream they're going to be uh familiar enough to not for for most listeners um you know I'm I'm kind of speaking from the point of an American palate and I understand most of our listeners are American but you know if if there's some local strawberries and cream equivalent and whipped cream equivalent maybe maybe that works uh works differently for you um it's not going to be uh something that's that's completely alien to you but there's also already kind of a cultural a built-in cultural language about um strawberries and whipped cream and sex (laughs) that's that's operative within Mm -hmm. kind of the collective unconscious if you subscribe to this type of stuff here (laughs) yeah yeah you know it's it's there's i mean sushi to a degree has a Mm -hmm. has has some sort of sensual cachet to it yeah um but, you know, I don't know. Strawberries and cream is cheaper. Um, so, <laughs> so the question, you know, the question, um, you know, the questions that that, that I think are important, uh, you know, to to contextualize is you really have to approach it the first time you eat or the first time you're feeding, too. I mean, maybe you could give some perspective um, from, from the feeders point of view here. Take the time to appreciate it with all of your senses and think yeah. about what is it you like about it. So instead of just saying, OK, I have a bowl of strawberries and whipped cream here, you know, just start with how you're going to eat. Are you going to eat it yourself? Are you going to be hand fed the strawberries and whipped cream? Are you mm-hmm. going to use utensils? Are you going to use your hands? Are you not going to use your hands at all? Are you just <laughs> going to go face first into it? Oh. Um, all of the, you know, all of these are, you know, are you going to use a plate? Are you going to use your partner's body? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of these are things on the table and you haven't even taken your first bite yet. Yeah. And, and how those are experienced can radically um, recontextualize the act of eating from daily thing we do to sustenance to kink fulfillment engine.
0: Mm-hmm. Strawberries and whipped cream is not going to be something that's instantly going to like fill you up or it's not the most fattening of foods out there. It's, it's not about – a lot of our kink is about the end process, especially for those people who are majorly into weight gain. But this is really mm-hmm. something where I think it's worth to just take it like one little step at a time and just put as much pleasure into it as, as you want and experiences, experience it for, for what it is without having to stress about how much weight is it going to put on me or to, on my partner and stuff like that. So
1: Yeah, this is this is the ironclad pizza wolf guarantee that if you, <laughs> that if you eat strawberries <laughs> and whipped cream in whatever quantity you handle until you can't eat any more, you're not going to have a major effect on your weight one way or the other. One meal, one one kink experience of stuffing yourself with strawberries and whipped cream—it's just not going to do that much. I mean, heavy cream is is well known as a weight gain vector, but one meal is is isn't going to do anything. It's probably not going to make you sick. Um, you know, uh, unless, uh, unless unless you have some sort of dairy allergy or lactose, <laughs> about, yeah, yeah. I mean, ob- obviously, that you know, that's something that I'll touch on a little bit later. But you know, tailor these to your own specific. Um, dietary restrictions, um, but yeah, you know this is this is this is really some some entry level stuff, and it's not the type of thing um, that's going to move the needle one way or the other on the scale, really, beyond a singular evening. So really, take the time um, to think about it. But that's one of the things you want to think about. Um, you know, does is does the relative messiness or cleanliness of the eating appeal to you, and does it appeal to you from the the feeder side of things? Do you like seeing um, the person who, you know, who, who's eating, do you like to see them, you know, get right in there with it? Or <laughs> does that not do anything uh, to you? Is there like a, a greediness kink aspect mm-hmm. to it? Um, usually okay. this stuff goes hand in glove. You also want to, I mean, kind of going with that, you also want to think what happened, you know, how that, how that strawberries and cream come to be? Um, how is it prepared? You know, does it doesn't matter. Did you purchase, a pre-made strawberries and cream parfait from the store did you just make it yourself or did your partner make it for you and um or did you or did you make it for your partner from the feeder side i know um you know i know from our interactions in the past you know one of the things that you've expressed interest in is you know the fact that you've done all this cooking for people and you you like the fact that they're eating things that you made you know versus versus just eating something that's that's pre-made or something so you know think about where it's coming from um, and think about how that affects you as well. Yeah. You you want to take a t- take time to consider the calories in the food. If you you're know, into take this, a moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, take a moment. Yeah. I mean, I am a huge numbers kink weirdo so <laughs> I absolutely love calories in the food. If you are like concerned about end process weight gain or stuff like that, you know, just think take time to think about what all this cream, you know, forget the strawberries, what all this cream is going to do, <laughs> you know. Um, how you feel after eating as you're eating it and after eating it you know do you are you feeling a a sense of fullness a sense of overfulness? do you like that do you not like that um does it make you you know what what type of after effects that type of stuffing has on you maybe not from a kink side of things some people do choose to like incorporate this into their kink life but you know if you're going to have just Devastating stomach cramps every time you you stuff yourself. You will find a way to you know unkink yourself in in short order. Definitely, so you yeah. want to. I mean, you you want to take it slow this time and really pay attention to how you're how you're processing um, this. And feel free to try a few different ways. You know, I first I just want to taste these strawberries and cream. Okay, then I'd want then I want you to feed me a strawberry. Mm-hmm. And okay, then I want to eat one. You know, off your off your tummy. You know, so it take time to really process with all five senses, to really, 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 um you know, take in not only the visual of this food and the inherently sensual nature of sharing food with a partner, but you know how it makes you feel, what you think about it, the smells involved, the tastes involved. That seems almost almost like a stereotypical like, oh, it tasted so good. But <laughs> you know you 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 want to you want to pay attention to this stuff, especially if you're going to eventually ratchet it up. And eat larger quantities um mm-hmm. you know because tastes can absolutely get almost offensive or oppressive if, if you get enough of them yeah. um so that's that's my kind of my basic advice um and then from that you really want to do some do a little bit of work afterwards and find out what it is you know that you liked and disliked about it because from there i think we're both going to have kind of ideas about where where to go next
0: just don't forget that it's not just about the strawberries and the whipped
1: cream it's
0: not just about the food but um as you've mentioned like if you're doing this with a partner for example um those of us who are lucky to be able to share this with someone but even if you're alone there are like ways at this point i think where you can really start to also get get into it for example if, if if Let's say, let's say you're alone because, uh, to be honest, a lot of people of us start kind of experiencing this by ourselves before we actually get Absolutely. to a point where we want to share it with someone else. So I think this is the, like, the perfect point to, if you want to start with some belly play or just exploring how your body feels while you're eating because that's going to be a whole different combination as well and a different way to experience your body uh, for the first time when you're trying the first like fetism the the first kind of like kinky or fetism stuff in bed whether you're alone or with someone else Um, I I think this would be a wonderful point because we said you shouldn't be worried about like this one meal if you're someone who's a little bit worried about do I really want to like gain a, a huge amount of weight you don't have to decide this now so don't worry about this like one single meal but you can just let your fantasy wander a little bit and kind of uh, imagine different scenarios in your head or or where you want to go because that's that's what I just absolutely what I thought I th- my when I had the first the first when I for the first time was feeding someone and, and I've fed mm-hmm. a, f- a few people and they've all been a little bit different but there's always been this one thing that's surprised me that I thought I was gonna be like so focused on the food because it's so much about food and and feeding and so on that I just completely forgot about how distracted you can get. By simply having someone else with you, that you sometimes almost forget about the food because you're just—it's—it's it's gonna be like in in, in flow of well, maybe you forget
1: about
0: the food. <laughs> so, I don't forget about the food, but no. <laughs> damn it, no, I forget. No, bad. I think that's, I th-
1: no, 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 no. I think that's a hugely important point. I'm really glad you brought it up because here I am just going food, 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 food. <laughs> think about the food. Everyone loves food, and you know that's that's absolutely true. And I will, you know, I'll. I'll, I'll 100% agree that you can radically, radically shift the context of an experience of, you know, just eating a forkful of food, um, you know, when you're doing it, uh, and under the table, someone's got, you know, a handful of belly. Mm. Um you know that can that can just be a radically different moment yeah. um based on how your partner is responding. So, you know, if if you're the feedy in this situation or you're the gainer or whatever you want to call yourself, you're, you know, maybe you're f- focusing on um you know on on the the aspects of the the eating act and how what erotic potential that has for you. Um but 100% you know if you're if you're not, if you're not the the active eating party um, you know you should focus on the you know the act of feeding and the, the you know and the body of your partner um as we've discussed uh in in previous episodes you know this is going to be the type of kink that you know if you're you know if you participate in it uh with someone else and they do gain weight they're going to take you know take shit for it so getting used to finding ways to affirming their to affirm their body um you know through through the kink process mm. is a plus 100 percent. so yeah probably absolutely. my favorite
0: uh, my like my favorite favorite part about like really being in the moment and experiencing the kink is just being able to like show that love that i have for the yeah body. and
1: I'll, t- I'll i'll tell you what i've you know i've had partners express it to me in the past um you know that if they've thought that someone was you know because i'm 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 kind of, I'm like big and tall, so, and I'm covered in tattoos. So people, people <laughs> stare at me for a whole bunch of different reasons. I'm also loud, shocker, um, <laughs> but you know, people stare at me for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, but you know, I've had partners express to me that if they thought that someone was, you know, looking at me or saying something, you know, because I, because I was fat, they, they felt an immediate desire to, and an and intense pride in doing so of, you know, publicly hugging me or nuzzling in close to me or, or showing affection. Um, not only as a way to kind of normalize reinforce it, our relationship right. and normalize yeah. it, but you know, but also to like give it I, I this... to everyone
0: else so Yeah, I'm just yeah a little, a
1: little bit it. of a fuck you. Maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so sure, yeah, you know, um, especially if you take, you know, I'm and we both worked in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think that we're necessarily the type of people who are saying, go ahead and, and intentionally freak out your servers <laughs> and, and wait staff. Um, but you know, you can, you can explore this kink within limits in public places like restaurants, you know, please don't do it like in front of a five-year-old's birthday. Um, but you know, (laughs) if you are in public, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you should feel comfortable affirming the behavior of your, you know, your feedie. It shouldn't be, I'm just going to let them stuff themselves jump on them when we get back home you know for example
0: an experience that i really liked a lot and i know we're kind of coming away from like the whole strawberries and whipped cream but as you've said it's like this amazingly accessible kink uh what i loved for example i mean you 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 know the cliche of the all you can eat buffets it's not even a cliche it's just those things are awesome if it's a good one it's real it's real and it can be amazing (laughs) so it's it seems tiny and not a lot of people would even bet an eyelid because most people don't pay that close attention to like who's getting food and what kind of food when because everyone's just there. Basic people are there to eat themselves. They don't focus as much as on other people than you might think, even though you might feel self conscious. Yeah. But I what I absolutely loved is when my partner was really, really full and he's kind of starting to feel lazy that I would go up and get him the next plate of food. And like mostly the only people who would know this would be the ones who are really sitting right next to us or something like that, if they're even noticing. They would be the one that noticing that I didn't get the food for myself, but for him. But other than that, like most people don't even notice, but it's insanely sexy and I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really love it too. I've had the chance to see it in action at a couple of the... Um, The meetups through Phoebe that I've been to where where the the smaller partner the feeding partner the feeder, um you know will go and and just hit the buffet kind of automatically refreshing plates and I was like oh that's so cute Mm -hmm. Uh, and it really is
0: because it it shows that you know what your partner likes you know because you already know what kind of stuff to pick for him as well as you can kind of like sneak some other stuff in there that you thought you might want to try and and yeah
1: So it kind of exceeds the scope of one 30-minute podcast in terms of giving you um, a a comprehensive guide uh, to the next steps from here. Um, But at least as a first step, um, having a chance to have an eating experience um, where you really take the time, uh, either either alone or with a partner, uh, to figure out what it is that you like about uh, the sexualization of food and eating that we call feedism more broadly um that's going to be in my opinion really really helpful in terms of painting a roadmap for not only where you can explore the kink intellectually in terms of com- or you know consuming media about you know things that that touch that those areas of interest for you but also how you can go on to experience those um more directly in your life uh a few a few words of caution um you know you may remember in our our i think on our first season um i said just generally avoid chocolate because it was evocative um but you know but there are some things you you should avoid obviously um you know you want to avoid anything that you have any sort of you know allergy or intolerance of um if you for any reason suspect that you have that try and find out um before you you go whole hog it will you know, if you're allergic to strawberries, I promise you it will ruin your, your first fetus experience if you just dive in. Uh, dive into strawberries. Yeah. Another good guide um, that I've found is if you just Google the food you want to eat and then too much, if you just so you know, cherries too much if you have too many cherries you find out that cherries are a laxative um you know for instance uh and i don't know maybe that's your maybe that's your boat but you know you don't want to set yourself up for any surprise so if you put too much of you know any food look it up first look up the uh you know we we live in this world of information take a moment to look up the uh the potential consequences of eating a ridiculous amount of that thing because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we are, we are the kink where more is more and nothing exceeds like excess. So, you know, in the moment you may find (laughs) yourself eating more than you thought you would. Mm -hmm. Um, another, another good thing to do, uh, is specifically watch, um, watch salt, sugar, and water. Um, if you've ever noticed when you've eaten something really sweet or obviously really salty and in a lot of high calorie foods like cheese, for instance, it's just milk and salt. Really, um, you know, ice cream has a ton of salt in it in addition to sugar. Mm. Um, you know, cake is very sugar, things like that. Uh, these are all things that dehydrate you in pretty short order. And while most likely not dangerous from a health related perspective, um, it's distinctly unpleasant to have a really, really dry mouth and, you know, be like, and, and, you know, feeling dizzy from it. So, so make sure you, you know, make sure you're hydrating through the process. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, maybe not a, maybe not a milkshake. Maybe, maybe just good old calorie free H2O. Um, You know, you're in this, we're in this for the long haul, you know, and we want you to get uh, as fat and possibly fatter than your wildest dreams. So, you know, we don't need you uh, giving up early because yeah. So yeah, of course, milkshake, absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Please listen to pizza you know, not to me.
1: <laughs> no, well, you know, you, you See, you haven't been there. You haven't had that that <laughs> uh, gasping cotton mouth after drinking a pint of melted ice cream and then being like, "Oh, I'm going to mm. die." Um so yeah, I mean, we probably have more practicals in terms of, you know, what, you know, what you can eat to elicit certain Um, certain sensations. There are going to be some foods that make you feel more bloated, some foods that, you know, are going to be really calorie dense and help contribute to weight gain. Um, There's some that are going to be, you know, just kind of harder to chew and work through if you actually like the experience of eating, but not have, we could go into this more and more and more. Hell, I'll teach you how to build your own funnel so you don't have to buy a beer bong. Oh, I've done that before, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I know. You're, You're crafty. You can do it at you can go to a, a building supply or a home improvement store like Home Depot or Lowe's and do it for uh do yep. it for way cheaper than you can getting a fun you oh, know. Oh definitely a, a part. You, can,
0: you can do it for so cheap. And you can and combine you like can s- cus-
1: customize it too, yeah.
0: Yep, yep. Like there's some really fun like BDSM masks and stuff like that. If you just combine the two of them, it's gonna have a fun time.
1: Yeah. 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 Like so great, we're gonna get our, our sponsorship money from Home Depot or Lowe's. <laughs> They'll send us some uh, some some swag, um, but yeah, I mean we can we can explore <laughs> home this. Home Depot in, swag, in let's get those. Home, those scrubs, home I Depot don't know. swag. <laughs> Horned grief for more, brought to you by Home Depot. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, obviously, this is a really, really deep well uh, to plumb for us. Um, you, you know, so we can we can go into it more. But you know, in the interest of keeping the podcast. Uh, varied, which is a a good rule of thumb when you're stuffing yourself, eat a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. Um, in, in the, in the interest of keeping it varied. um, We don't want to do, you know, hit you over the head with too many advice podcasts or how to podcasts in a row. Um, So we're going to wrap this one up. um, But we invite you to continue the discussion in the comment section. Mm -hmm. Um, YouTube is usually the most vibrant comment section, but we usually get decent threads on Phoebe when we post it and it goes out there. People talk about it. These, these, types of topics kind of invite more participation we'd love to hear from you because exactly. we are absolutely not the be all end all high high arbiters of fetism and we don't Thank
0: gosh no, no
1: all we all we have is what's worked for us mm-hmm. um and and you know obviously we want to i you know I, i've been in the community over half my life now basically and uh you know i i learn new things about it every day so i'm more i'm, I'm more interested than ever to hear um, what's worked for you and and how you were able to kind of tease out what you liked about about the uh, the kink after kind of picking it in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so we invite you to comment, absolutely.
0: And not only that, um, since we've seen, as, as you've said, we're going to vary the content so next episode is likely not going to be an advice thing. Uh, but but we're definitely open to doing more advice podcasts uh, maybe even with some guests if an opportunity arises that makes sense. So if you have any suggestions for things you would like to have like more information on, some advice on no matter if it's something pretty vague or, or very specific, just let us know in the comments. So Because we do read all the comments. We comment on almost all of them and reply to them. So let us know
1: if if you, if you want an almost guaranteed response. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just make sure you comment because um, again, you know that we 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 really really thrive off the interaction with the audience.
0: Speaking of community, we wanted to thank our Patreon backer this week, which is Butterfly Blob. Thanks so much yeah. for supporting this podcast. If you also want to become a Patreon member. Make sure to check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash h4m. The
1: easiest way to find us, um, or find me anyway, is uh, most of my interaction with the Phoebe's community is on Phoebe, um, where I'm Pizza Wolf. there. Really easy to find. Look me up. Say hi. Follow me. I'll probably follow you back. We'll talk. TLC, you're a little bit more plugged into the broader community, right?
0: Yeah, um, it's still pretty easy. I'm Tender Loving Cares on Phoebe as well as on Fambrosia. I'm Hungry on Grammar and Chaseable if you want to leave a comment. Obviously, we have the website. It's HungryMagazine.com. We have all the episodes embedded as well as the magazine version of it. For those who haven't checked it out yet, there's a magazine out there. And you can download for free and read it and i have my tumblr which is 1011cares.tumblr.com where i post like some of the smaller updates if you just want to keep in touch
1: all all worth a follow and definitely horn green mag super worth a read uh pete's wolf seal of approval on that
0: (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) okay see you guys next week
1: we'll see you next week bye bye i'm so
0: bunch no we're not we're doing a podcast speak for yourself i'm lazy